what would we be willing to give to each expenditure if that was an option? This is the fun part. Yeah. And how much would we give in total? Also, based on our own numbers, we just divvied out percentages to all these programs and had fun. Yeah. So how much how much were we were we saying that we were going to spend? You know, I just said uh, each of us gets ten thousand dollars, and we get to we have to spend it. We have to give it to the tax man, but we can decide what it's spent on. So all of these figures are based on what percentage of the budget we would give to each item in relation to how much it actually received in the fiscal year 2020. So we're going to compare what we gave, yes, what we would give to what was what percentage it actually was in the budget. So for me, uh, I slashed spending for COVID-related things like the PPP and the pandemic-related unemployment benefits and also student loans. I gave slightly less to Social Security, Medicare, and Medicaid. I increased spending for food stamps, or SNAP, retirement benefits, veterans affairs, transportation, notably infrastructure, the sciences, and the military. So why did you give more money to SNAP? You know, I'm not a libertarian. I'm, I think there's some room for helping the poor. And I think I'm actually a pretty big fan of food stamps because you're, you're not taking over the private sector. You're letting it do its thing with pricing. So you're not distorting it, but you're giving people who the government deems needed, that you're giving them money to pay for something that is necessary for life, which is food. An interesting take. Yeah. Um, I would say that I kind of oppose that because of the abuse. Perhaps. Uh, that is pretty rampant, I think, in that in that program. Maybe. But it's kind of like a voucher system almost. Like. I guess it is like that. And you said um, that you slash the COVID and PPP unemployment benefits. So why did you do that? Well, it's it's a big debate currently between, uh, you know, the right and the left. You know, with, when it comes to this pandemic, it's dwindling away. We hope. We hope. We'll see. All these companies have, they're hiring. Yes. So the right says, well, get rid of these unemployment benefits because it's like no wonder they're choosing to not work because yeah. they're making more sitting at home than working these minimum wage jobs. Whereas the left says, well, you should just be raising wages because the problem isn't a shortage of labor. It's a shortage of uh, wages. That's, I've been seeing that all over the place. And I, I actually agree a little bit with the left and a little oh, bit with no. the right. <laughs> you know, I'm not, yeah. I'm not just a straight up conservative or libertarian. I, I try to think about things for their face value. I think they probably, these big corporations probably should pay more. You know, McDonald's probably owes their employees more than the federal minimum wage. Because Possibly. They, they can pay it. Not owe, but they should. They should do it. And maybe then, you know, the ice cream machine won't be broke so often and <laughs> they, the people won't sound miserable to be there. All right, we'll leave that at that. So what about me? What did I do? I slashed spending for Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, student loans and health. And goodness gracious, I love doing it. I gave slightly less to unemployment and community development because we don't need to develop any communities at all. Oh, geez. <laughs> no, we do, but we need to do it voluntarily. Uh, I increased spending for uh, retirement transportation, veterans affairs, international affairs, the sciences, and defense. And uh, let me say, the military will be very happy with me and my performance there, uh, and under my presidency also, because uh, when looking at the spreadsheet, you can clearly see that the defense budget uh, increased by over 150% uh, if everybody was like me. So if, if every American distributed their tax money, their $10,000, let's say, the way I distributed it, you would see a 150% increase in uh, defense spending. So maybe don't emulate me exactly, you know. But how much does that end up be, being, Daniel, uh, in defense spending? Uh, oh, it ends up being a very costly $1.8 trillion <laughs> annually. 
And now most of that, I'll, I'll tell you what it is. Most of that was probably because at the end of it, I gave so little. I was so stingy that I had a lot left over. And so I just kind of threw it to things that I thought were legitimate functions of government, which would be military. And if I could have thrown some money at a border wall, I would have. Uh, however, thinking back on it, I would probably scale back those numbers and apply it to the debt to pay off the debt, which you did. You added how much? Oh, I see it right here. I wrote it down. 14%. 14% of my money would go to paying off the debt. Yes. And I think I had 5%. And I didn't realize that at first, that that number was so low. Looking at it again, I think if I could redo it, I would probably give a little more because I think that's very important to pay off the debt. And so that might have affected the numbers. But as it stands right now with, with what I have put into the spreadsheet and what we calculated, yeah, big money go into defense spending, let me tell you. Thanks for listening to the Sons of Antiquity Highlight Reel. To hear this clip in context and to enjoy our full-length episodes, check out the links in the description or search Sons of Antiquity on YouTube, BitChute, Spotify, or Apple and Google Podcasts.